Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter Podcast. I'm your host, Will Callen. With me, I got my good friend and co-host, Steve. Steve. Welcome, Will. Hello. 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 I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thank you. I'd like to welcome you to the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it is the day. It's it, You know what day it is? It's today. <laughs> What kind of fucking response is that? Just say thank you. If someone was ever like, welcome, you don't go, thank well, it is a day. You don't? I hope everyone's ready to talk about taxes. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, this is, love and taxes are in the air today, eh? <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is. This chapter should be called Love and Taxes. I don't know. This book is really starting to shape up more and more like the Phantom Menace. Really? Star Wars. The Phantom Menace is how you like to refer to it. <laughs> I believe that's how it's properly pronounced. It is. It is. It is turning out to be a very uh, Phantom Menace uh, 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 romp for for our characters. Um, but at the same time, like, I, it's weird. It's weird because the more because I have to keep in mind what's going on in this in in these five chapters because this is going di- to dictate where we're going to go in the RPG in the RPG game that we're going to be playing on Friday. And uh with the material that I have, it looks like you're going to be doing a lot of a lot of delegating tasks. I'm going to have and some I'm going to have sex with Rand. You're going to have sex with Rand. <laughs> <laughs> Seems possible. It's entirely possible. He's the most eligible bachelor He's in the horny. wheel of time. Uh everybody's horny. Everybody's horny. Everybody, well, everyone Yeah. It's like we joke, we joke about it, and we've joked about it a bunch, but like it is just ramping up and up and up. The horniness is just—it's more and more. Everyone's all sweaty, and as everyone's all jealous about other people, or it's just a lot. Confessing emotions, and it's a lot. Elaine wants a little kiss. <laughs> it's really weird. It's—it takes you—it takes you back to the to the times when you're in high school and you wish. And you just wish that you were this this popular with the ladies, right? Well, speak for yourself, buddy. All right. Yeah. I had a whole fan club of little <laughs> inhumanoids. Inhumanoids? They're my creatures, and they did my bidding. <laughs> I don't know what I was talking I don't even know what I'm talking about. I was reading the Mole Man, the old Marvel the old comic. <laughs> comics with a mole man where he has all the inhumanoids oh yeah yeah I, so they're in my brain I, I i have no idea what you're talking about i don't know mole man at all so yeah but the mole man had a bunch of little inhumanoids and they love the mole man man they'll yeah. do anything for him wow yeah no, you know what i'm not actually like I, i'm not actually surprised because i've seen you with your fan club. I, we've talked about this on the patreon a little bit but steve has a little like crew of people that kind of follow him around it's 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 uh, it's daunting. Again, yeah, inhumanoids. Inhumanoids. <laughs> I run into like the odd one every once in a while at the grocery store or the mall, and uh, it's look. They deserve respect, and we're working on getting a union for them. We're unionizing. You're using. <laughs> you're unionizing. More power to you, man. That kind of organizational effort is a lot. All right, let's talk about the shadow rising. So, like Steve was saying. We've got we've got a little intro here with uh, picking up right from the last chapter. We got with uh, Rand and Elaine, and Egwene's gone now. She's she's moved Look, on. Man. She broke up with Hold him. On. It's over. She's old news. You gotta slow your roll. What? You gotta slow down. We we're talking about chapter eight. You didn't even name what the chapter is. It's called Hard Heads. 
Hard heads, all right? I mean, let's talk about what types of heads are hard in this chapter. Helmets. That's a hard head. Helmets. Yeah. Like a penis. (laughs) Is that what you're trying to insinuate? I was going to leave it a little bit more, you know, ambiguous. I was trying to be Jordan do it all more ambiguous, but I don't know. The first thing that came to head was helmet. And then I thought about the connotation and then, you know, you said it for, uh, for me, you spelt it out for the audience. That's what you're here for. All right. Because we got Elaine here and we got Rand and you know what they're doing? They're confessing, they're confessing their love to, to each other. Like a a couple of little like teenage heartthrobs on, on the set of the OC Circa 2004. <laughs> this is like, she's like, I like you, Rand. And Rand's like, what you, I like you too. What do you mean? I like like you. Well, what do you mean like like? The music would have helped. It would have helped clue Rand in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you needed the Dawson's Creek theme, but you could have used a little bit of acoustic, acoustic guitar in the background. You know, maybe a little flamenco. I think... Yeah, I think yeah, most of real time could benefit from both of those, flamenco, guitar, and anything from the Dawson's Creek soundtrack, especially anything. the theme. Especially the theme, especially the theme. Don't you, okay, do, do you think that Tom can play a mean flamenco? Oh, of course. He's a master of, of all instruments. I don't think there's anything he can't play. Yeah, yeah, he can probably just do it all, eh? Um, yeah, it's do awkward. Do you think that they're going to reboot Dawson's Creek? That's the real question. Yeah, but with like a brand new. Do you think they'll do it with a brand new cast? Like, I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. It's true. It's true. But they've done it. James Vanderbeek are like old guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's all their kids. You see that fucking that ninety show? That shit's did. wild. I, I, well, I didn't watch the show, but I saw, I saw the the thumbnail for it. So that's as close as yeah. I'm I didn't watch it. it. I watched the trailer and stuff a little bit, but it is, it is bananas. It didn't look very good from the trailer that I watched, but you know what? Maybe one day I'll give it a shot. I highly doubt that's going to get a second season, though. Sure made me feel old. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. But Topher Grace, though, looks fantastic. Looks like looks like 20-year-old Eric. He's only in one episode. All the old cast is only in, like, one episode each. Bastard. Well, no, not the not Red and Kitty. Red, Red and, and Kitty are in, like, all of them. Because they live in the exact same house and they live upstairs and now the new kids are all downstairs. It's the same show. <laughs> and they still haven't clued into the fact that they're smoking weed down there. And it's funny. Yeah, uh this this is this whole this whole scene is is awkward and a little uncomfortable. And I I I I, I was glad it when it ended. But uh, you know, it, it's funny because now like Elaine is like here to go like look Rand's my man, all right? Barrelane, she, like, makes a promise to herself in her head where she's like, Barrelane, you better back the fuck off, lady, because this is my man. But also thinking, like, man, I really hope Rand doesn't then just, like, choose Barrelane over me. She is just playing mean girls in her head, and she's every character, right? <laughs> and she is ready to go to fucking war with Barrelane. And Barrelane doesn't even know this woman's name. Has no idea who she is. But Berlin's like walking around naked like all the time. Like, of course, she's gonna. Some people are not gonna be cool with that. And they're gonna be. Like, they're gonna, she's gonna pick up some enemies. Yeah, right? but she's just a free spirit, man. Leave. I'd say leave Berlin alone. Like, here's the thing. Rand is just like I, I think Elaine is on has hit the nail on the head when it comes to Berlin. Berlin is just looking for you know power and opportunity. 
But as soon as there's a different opportunity that comes around, I think Barrelane will probably shift her priorities. Honestly, hot take. I feel that I feel like Elaine isn't even truly attracted to Ran, and she's really attracted to power, and that's what she's that's what what she sees hot and take. what she is going after. Hot right? take. She is a daughter heiress to the throne, right? Yeah. So she's go- grown up around power. She's always grown up with a great expectation. Mm-hmm. for herself up from others right she is always meant to i'm sure told she's gonna marry a prince or marry a you know some form of fucking bullshit government royalty right yeah now she finds a bad boy who's essentially king of the demons and the gods and the men and the women it it checks off all the boxes you know he's 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 he, he's got power he's got the power He's got uh, a yeah. little bit of like a destiny thrown into him as well. And then he's also got hard pecs. he's got hard pecs. And then on the other side, you know, he's got a dark side to him. You know, he, he's not he's yeah, not exactly spooky. the right one to bring home to mom, you know, because things yeah, can go south. Gerard Way he's like, Ooh, yeah, I'm wearing a weird tie now and my hair's red. <laughs> Gerard Way, such a weird pull from <laughs> for, for Look, bad I grew boy. Up in 2005. I was Gerard, born in 2005. I'm sure Gerard Way. In 2005. Uh, I'm sure Gerard Way is lovely to have for dinner. Yeah, I mean, he's like a 45 year old man now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and he's, he's the father. Back on tour with MCR, giving nostalgia hits back to us 30 year olds. I see. I, I I fucking absolutely hate that band, and it's interesting that I even reference it because the band. I'm sorry. I know I'm offending a lot of you, but look, offending me a little bit. You don't even like music. It's true. Uh, let's talk taxes. They really eventually, you know, Rand's Rand gets Elaine out of the room. The high lords come in, and we get down to brass taxes, <laughs> and it's exhilarating. Nice. It's great stuff. So I guess the farmers aren't being taxed enough, so we got to tax the farmers. See, that's 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 the wrong crowd to tax. All right, you tax the top one percent. Okay, you don't tax the farmers. You know, I understand sometimes when, especially with world building and these giant epic series where you got to do some shit about taxes. Of course, Star Wars did it in the movies. Dune. A lot of talk about taxes and Dune. Space tax. Love space taxes and Dune. Give me some of that chome any day. It's just like (laughs) with me, any of this tax stuff, it comes in. I'm like, let's get it over with. I don't care about taxes. I don't care. There's no possible way you can make me interested in the tax and taxation. Well, I and mean, some like, people I'm sure love it. The the taxes here are like, I look, I'm gonna be the guy that I'm gonna love the taxes. All right, love taxes, love of talking course taxes. You, like you are that type of person that loves big, taxes. Big, big into taxes. Um, okay, so there's the taxes. The taxes here are are, are providing two different storylines. All right, we got one storyline here where. Rand is more or less trying to avoid war as much as possible. He's like, "Oh, why don't we send grain over to Ilion so that we, we they te- they leave us alone, or we tell them that they can be left alone, or whatever." Uh, instead have of like, some rice. yeah, have some rice. Instead of like sending soldiers there, instead, because wouldn't that just be nicer to like it, a ship shows up and it's not trying to kill you, and it's just instead, instead, it's like a cornucopia. On that note, in this book, you can't rule anything out because crazy shit is happening. And at this point, all of the little pieces of grain could very possibly just come to life and grow to a giant human size and start fighting everyone with Muay Thai. Because we can't rule anything out. Like, little characters have jumped out of cards and started fighting. And it's 
things are coming to life. So it's like we can't rule that out. I mean, I'm saying it's risky. Even if it's a small, if even if it's like a real grain of rice, like a small actual size grain of rice, and you and it comes to life, there's a billion of them. All right, and they've all got arms now, and they all know Muay Thai. You know, they'll take you down. Oh yeah. It's a little race man saying, like, yeah, fucking kill them all. Crush them. Uh, and at the same time, Rand here is trying to, like, show dominance over these these guys that are, like, telling him what to do. So he's, like, he's like even, like, purposely, like, positioning himself by Kalidor to, like, show who show them who's boss. Like, this is my yeah, sword right remind him. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing, like, full-on, like, Donald Trump apprentice bullshit. Which you know he did when he was in uh, office. I don't know. You're saying Rand is is being a real Trump. I'm going on record mm-hmm. to say Rand is being Rand? a real Trump right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is kind of ignoring everything that's happening. And he's just sort of saying things. Shouting yeah. about taxes. But in his head, he can't stop thinking about yeah, El- Elaine. He's thinking about every and, woman, every woman he's ever met, and he, Berlin. Yeah, he's just like a whole. He's just going through a gallery of women in his head. He's like Elaine, ah, Berlin, Min, McQueen, and just that over and over and over again in his in his head. And uh, <laughs> it really gets it really gets in the way of my tax business, man. I really wanted him to get into more, more. I don't more know which taxes. one I hate more, but. <laughs> I just want to get back to like, where's I want like a goat man or something to come running. You know, where's the goat man? Things are getting a little too serious. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, a trollic. It's been a long time since I've seen a trollic. It has been. But I think I could, I could go for a trollic. I think I we're all, we're due for some action soon. Birdman. Ooh, a birdman. That'd be fun. Um. Okay. Let's speed this along. Let's get into the last section of this chapter, and it cuts back to Egwene. And Egwene is just kind of like think, walking around. She's also thinking about Elaine and Min and Joika and Amiko and all kinds of stuff. She's just thoughts abound. And then Matt shows up out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, Matt's, Matt is fucking cool in this book. I don't know what it is. Like the way that he's just kind of presented in this scene where he's just kind of like, ah, I got, uh, I got voices in my head. I'm kind of, I don't have memories. He's got this vibe going on where he's like, I don't, honestly, I don't care about anything. Nothing matters. Like, yeah, I got voices in my head. I just fought like cards that came to life. Like for real. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. But like, whatever, you know, keep on, keep it on. That's what I keep saying, right? Exactly. My papa was a rolling stone and I keep on rolling. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. He gives. (laughs) And Egwene's like, what? What did you say, Matt? It's a, it's and then he's holding a guitar and Tom, Tom bops out of nowhere and they start playing some fucking Bon Jovi, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shot through the heart. That'd be fucking amazing. That'd be good. That'd I would like stuff. to see Tom go back on tour with some of our characters in a John in a Bon Jovi cover band or anything, really. That was my fit so far. <laughs> the Fuck Bon Jovi. The the random Matt World Tour where they were just like hanging around uh, pubs and playing music and trying to try to scrape by as that's so long ago now what was that the, in the great hunt that was in the fucking eye of the world man first book eye of the, that's an eye of the world yeah, yeah. so that's been a, been a minute it's been a minute and i miss that that's probably so far my favorite scene in the series of them it's like it's like 10 chapters too of them just like here's the next town oh do you do you, do you have the flute ah yeah ah, fuck i what about the guitar strings you know and that's great stuff i love that stuff and taxes. 
Did did they do that in the show? No, no right? they 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 more or less just kind of like skipped all over it because Tom shows up and he guides them. And he for sucks. Yeah. And Tom Ugh. Tom in okay, the okay, show. Okay. We got to get back. We got to get back. No, no, no. All right. All right. All right. We got to get back to heads and hard heads. Hard heads. Heads um, and helmets. Well, anyway, Matt kind of lets Egwene know that, you know, he's got the voices in his head and some memory things are, he, he's lost his memory about certain things. And if there's anything to kind of like help with that, and she's like, you could talk to Moraine. He's like, no, not talking to her. She's an Sedai. Not Don't. doing that. Don't fucking say that name to me. <laughs> Don't fucking look at me the way that she look at me. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about her. Don't look at me. Look at the floor. I hate. I hate Sedai. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm kind of like kind of like an Sedai now. Don't. Don't. Uh. Uh-uh. I hate him. I mean, Gwen's not an Sedai, right? She's a. She's, she's a novice. She's accepted. So, she's she's accepted. She's accepted. Yeah. So it's like so it's like being it's that point between high school and university, like the summer beforehand or the year beforehand, where you're accepted and you just haven't gone yet. And you just take yeah, and all you do is just tell people. People are like, What do you do? And you're like, Well, you know, yeah. I'm gonna like go to school. Yeah. And, and you're like, Oh, and I yet? And you're like, I'm accepted. I'm accepted. Open studies. Boom. But you already like bought six hundred dollars worth of Harvard t shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> accepted. Accept it, you know, drop out for a semester. That's exactly what's kind of going on right now. <laughs> uh, Egwene tells Matt of like, well, there's this thing that I'm, I, I don't think I'm supposed to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And Matt's like, oh, whatever. You, more or less, Matt is going like, well, whatever you're telling me, I'm going to go do. And Egwene tells him about the Teragriel. That's like a red door frame that's supposed to, you talk to it and it gives you some mm-hmm. answers back. I think that's, it's kind of like a portal to the truth of yourself. Something like yeah. that. The whole door frame is like a Jim Henson puppet. Yeah. Puppet, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. And it talks to you and, you know, it helps you. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's like, well, like I told you this, but you're not going to do anything about it. And he's already out the door. He's like, no, nah, goodbye. He's on his way. <laughs> what? She said, please, please, Matt, do not, whatever you do, do not touch the door. F- Matt? Pew. Matt? And it's just like, there's this hat on the ground. Matt's running. Yeah. It's still spinning. Comes back. <laughs> Can't forget my hat. <laughs> oh man, we're stupid. Yeah. What's great about it is that the literal, literally, the last line of the chapter is like Egwene's just like, "Well, you're never gonna change him," and she just goes on back to like interrogating and torturing two other women who are like in a dungeon somewhere in this building. Like, what are what is this book? <laughs> Like, what is this series? Like, we just jump around between, like, fucking, like, love and taxes and then, like, people torturing people. And Matt just going on zany adventures. It's going, like, goodbye. And then just bolting. What's going on? What's going on? And I would just, like, the the point out, too, you know, using the proper context in the way he does. But Robert Jordan has continued in this chapter the use, several uses of the term fingering. (laughs) And gaping. And also gape. (laughs) And gaping. And also gaping. I'm just saying. It's to the point where I wanna I wanna do a word count throughout the entire book to see how much time gaping is said in this book. <laughs> he must have just discovered that word that like just before writing this book, he's like, that's a good one. I'm gonna I don't know. use this like I a motherfucker. The hell out of Robert Jordan, but I just don't know. I just don't know. Okay. I mean, look, man, like you I'm gaping at the fact. I'm gaping at it. 
<laughs> and the fact that this guy wrote 14 books, like literally a book a year, and they're some of the biggest fucking fantasy books that you can get your get your hands on. That you can finger. That, that you can finger. The biggest fantasy books <laughs> that you can finger. <laughs> I'm gaping at the amount of How fantasy How can this editor at any point be like, look, Robert, I know we've been doing it for a few books now, saying like, oh, you know, she fingered her pocket and she fingered the trinket in her in her pocket. But I think it's time that's sort of taken on a different meaning. I think it's time we maybe change it, you know? Okay. In this one you have she she fingered her mouth and it just is impalatable. <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to go over well. You're gonna love this fact then. Uh his editor was his wife. So, <laughs> so <laughs> So she probably loved it. She probably loved it. What if it was secret codes? You know, to her. No, but look, we'll love, we'll love me. Will get your mind out of the gutter, okay? I'm gaping at the at the at the possibilities <laughs> here. <laughs> we got to get AI. We were messing around with AI before, and we got it to write a song, a rap song from Rand's perspective, which. <laughs> You, you know, should have been better than it was. Yeah, it was, I think uh, it was okay. I gave it too many parameters. I told it to rap rap about being Grand Thor in the same tone as Kendrick Lamar, and it just started going, "Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up!" Ah! And then, it, and then in brackets, smooth jazz in the background. It was listening to Pimp the Butter to Pimp a Butterfly. It was using that as a, like a basis for a lot of the a lot of the rap. It wasn't very good. I want to get the AI to find out how many times the word gaping is said in the book. I think we don't even need an AI. We can just Google it. I'm going to Google it. And we can leave we can leave the audience with this with this number. How many times is gaping said? Oh man. <laughs> already, already the suggestions that I'm getting already said in the Bible. <laughs> in the it's probably in the Bible uh, a lot. Rise. I, I think it's probably the most said word in the Bible. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! There's a statistical not analysis. I I I I'm not, I don't know how to read the results here, but I'm seeing a number, and the number is 108. <laughs> <laughs> 108 times. We must you're, be getting close to the end, here. end of his gaping phase here, then. Because we've at least seen 108 <laughs> times the word gaping is used. <laughs> We're going to go with that. Yeah, sure. I believe Let, it. Let's run with it. And that means we got a lot more coming in the rest of this book. So bear with us. Wow. And do not gape at what is to come. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on the social medias. On Twitter at Chat by Chap, on Instagram at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. We will see you back here two more for Chapter Nine Decisions.
Hello everybody, it is your pal Will here, and I am here to thank the four most important people to this show, our very own Gouda Grandmasters, Big Cheese Daddy, Hilder, Nick Korn, and Degree for Women. Thank you guys for everything you do to keep this show afloat. I know it is not easy. I mean, I'm listening to the show too, guys. I'm listening too, and I'm, I'm ready to give up. If you guys want to support the show, head over to our Patreon. The link is right there in the description. Pick a tier and get a bonus weekly podcast from your favorite bread and cheese boys. 